podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What makes for a great vacation? Depends on who you ask. Are you looking to get away or bring everyone together? Do you want to get outside and play or see a play at the plate? Fortunately, however you operate, I'm the destination you've been looking for. The name's Missouri, but you can call me Mo. And I have just one question. What's your M.O.? To find your M.O., tap now. Or for information on safe travel, come see me at visitmo.com. Everton have drawn 1-1 against Manchester United at Old Trafford. A lot of celebrating at the end from Duncan Ferguson, from the players, from the fans. It was a draw, but it felt like a lot more than that, given the circumstances of Everton going down. A lot of injuries. Uh, injuries before the game, injuries during the game. Uh, delighted with that, Mark. How about you? Yeah, definitely. Um, you're right. A draw, it would affect, It feels more than the point. Um, even if you would have won the game, it would have felt more than the three points because I think what we've been looking for from this Everton team for, for far too long now is not just an upturn in form and obviously getting more points on the board, but an actual spirit and something for us to get behind. Um, it's been a long, long time since I've gone to a game and enjoyed, A, the game so much, but also appreciated our own players and our own team so much. Uh, and I think that, that affiliation between the fans and the players is is the, the clear benefit of having someone like Duncan Ferguson in charge yeah. um, and, and while he keeps churning out performances and results like this then then long may he continue <laughs> yeah well we'll come on to talk about that in a minute and he may potentially be in charge for Wednesday night but um, on the game itself um Probably two teams I said didn't really click into gear and attack uh, throughout the game. You know, United's best players didn't really get involved in the match too much. Um, Dominic Carvalho was excellent for us, but you know lacked a bit of support. You could say it on some times, but um, if I like Everton grew into the game, uh, Lingard has that chance after 15 or so seconds. You think it's going to be a long afternoon? A few little issues with Jordan Pickford in the defence, which let some of their players through. But before we scored, and it was a very scrappy goal. Obviously, it felt like it was sort of coming we were growing into the game and start to establish ourselves a little bit yeah I think both teams were capable of showing frailty today and, and certainly from a physical fatigue point of view that is something that we saw from both sides um, I think we knew that it was going to be very important to get in A at half time but also into, into the latter half of the second half still in touch of the game I think it, given the, the poor run of form that we're in at the moment football games can very quickly get away from you I think it was important that we didn't let the obvious quality that they've got up top do that um, I think it became very apparent very early doors that beyond James Rashford and Marshall and, and all of the pace and flair that they've got up top they're a pretty average football team at the moment and I think so, sometimes it takes a lot of our in particular our younger players time to realise that yeah. teams like Man- Manchester United are there to be gotten at um, we know that Old Trafford is not the, the fortress and the place to fear that it once was but I think it, it's getting over that mental barrier a lot of the times and, and obviously a first half goal helps you I think that the way that we reacted to the goal our own goal was probably the most pleasing aspect for me today because Everton teams down the line down the years sorry have gone to big grounds scored early goals gone ahead and you, you fear for the team on the back of that because the whole style of play changes the, the anticipation of an equaliser and then the inevitable defeat soon follows but it didn't feel like that at any point today even when Man United equalised I think that, that's a testament to the mentality of, of the manager and the players after going 1-0 ahead and I think that's that's the way that 
certainly given the injury situation that we've got at the moment that's the way that Evan have got to play if you're forced into playing four very attacking minded players then there is going to be an element of we need to score more goals in the opposition and I think that's what we saw today and I think it's it's credit to those attacking players as well you know like I said before going forward I don't think any of them really had the best day but I think what they all did was adapt to the situation really well you know, you've got lads there like a Wobi who didn't have his best game against today but you know, covered defensively really well, worked yeah. hard, but hard again is clearly not fully fit. Yeah, I don't think put put a shift in. And I think the player that probably epitomizes that the most is Mason Holgate in regards yeah. to you know, I think we the start of the game if I'm lined up in a, in a back five, you know, the team put it out as a back five sky, there's a back five and then all of a sudden Mason Holgate's in midfield knocking the ball around like a, a young Andrea Apiello. But I think I think we we spoke a lot about this lad and his his maturity from a defensive yeah. point of view this season and he looks like he's grown as a as a, as a human being and a footballer and I think today was probably the, the biggest evidence of that you know to, to be able to go and play in central midfield at Old Trafford and perform to that standard is, is the measure of just I think an all round really good footballer yeah I mean this it shouldn't be a surprise that footballers have intelligence occasionally <laughs> but he he is someone who has such a, a mental awareness of the game um, he, he is light years ahead in terms of his age I think he's very much an old head on your shoulders now, is he, yeah, yeah I, I, don't get me wrong we, we see occasional glimpses of players centre half from him that, that make you shudder at times and he's definitely got that John Stones capability to get you on the edge of your seat when the ball's in your own 18 yard box but I think he he's someone who's very comfortable on the ball I think you could probably look at a number of players who would have been dropped into a similar position as him today and they would have panicked on the ball yeah. everything would have gone long and into the channel and there would not have been the level of composure that he was able to show um, both both with the ball and without I think his his spatial awareness was very good I think when, when you do drop someone into an unfamiliar position quite very often they go missing and it's not not through not through hiding or lack of involvement in the game, but purely because they're not really sure where they are to position themselves. And I think Tom Davis has clearly helped him a lot today in terms of talking to him. And it's, it's essentially he's got that level of support when he's playing such an unfamiliar role. But it's mature, you know, he gets a book in five minutes into the game, and you know there, yeah. there, there were times in the match, you know, me and you were stood there with Davis and so going. Oh, you know, you want to see a bit more from him, but in, in the same breath, you, you're seeing that maturity from him as well. Cause yeah. I can't remember him diving into a tackle at any point after that. It was all very no. calm, and you, you don't want to see the side get on ten men. And I think it's credit to those young lads and the Carvalhoan as well that they were able to, to step up and, and, yeah. and perform. Not in terms of what you'd maybe associate with Davis or Holgate, but just maturity. I think they were all very mature and everything we did. I think Ferguson's been able to tap into the strongest qualities that all of yeah. those players you've just mentioned have, and that is. A willingness and a drive for Everton and what Everton stands for and I know that that is proper grassroots and it should be the, the basic fundamental for any sports person to, to put the level of effort in that we've seen in the last two games from them but he's able to, to drag that out with them. We, we saw players like Alex Awobi throwing his arms up trying to get the crowd going today I mean that is something that, that Ferguson has instilled in this club in the last two weeks and admittedly the, the, the quality and the the guile up top needs to follow and it, it's still up for debate whether Ferguson's got the, the level of yeah maturity about his own managerial performance to, to bring that out of the club as well but I think it's been nice to, to just go back to basics, um, as you said at the start of the show, it's we're a football club that a lot of its own fans find hard to like for for a lot of the time that they're following them and it's, it's totally unhealthy and it shouldn't be like that and 
as, as much as no one really wants us to go full on dogs of war again and go back to the 90s and it, that's not going to happen because the, the quality of player we have got at the moment means that we're able to balance the the physical stamina and the energy that we put into games by also having people like Richarlison yeah. up top who are who are capable of crafting our great moments and as much as we didn't really see that today I think the, the balance of the team is there and I think the fact that we're able to churn out results like this when numbers are I mean to say that we're depleted in numbers is an understatement yeah. at the moment and quite what 11 we put out on Wednesday against Leicester City in the Cup is, is beyond me at the moment um, yeah it's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting that but it's right what you say it's, it's small steps isn't it you know you, you think about where this team were after that Anfield derby yeah. where you know effectively on the knees they've been beaten by and they're scratching them a poor side and you know it felt very much like bloody hell these lads are in a, a relegation battle here and yeah. No, I think I think I think you're right. It's credit to the manager. You know, we're not seeing the fluent attack of football. We're not seeing, you know, the flair plays on our side necessarily fry. But I think it's, you know, we, we question these lads' character at times this season, mm. rightly so, on a number of occasions. Not necessarily saying that you know that they were tossing it off for silver, but it was very much a case of when the when the games get tough, a moment yeah. games come, and the tough moment <coughs> they tend to wilt. And I think against Chelsea, when you know they get the goal back and it goes two one, they could have wilted. Yeah. Stay at one all. They could have wilted when, when you know when Luca Dean goes off. They, they could have wilted. You know mm. uh, there were opportunities for them there to, to, to bend and, and break, and yeah. they've stood up over the last two games in those crucial moments. Oh, Marco Silva's Everton team don't get a point here no. today because you potentially go one 0 up, but as soon as the equaliser goes in and the panic button is pressed, then the the emotional frailty of the team comes out so quickly. Yeah. I think that that was obviously the fear today, um, and it, it was a silent away end for five minutes after the equaliser <laughs> to try and gauge what level of performance we were going to see from Everton in the in the final fifteen to twenty minutes. But I should say it, it, it's just credit to the character of. of Credit, you made a word up there. Cred- <laughs> credit to the character of all of the players, yeah. and, and in particular, <laughs> in particular, the manager as well. Um, you mentioned the attacking flair and, and the fluid attacking play. I, I don't necessarily get the feeling that Everton are working on that at Finch Farm at the moment. I don't necessarily think that Ferguson has a tactical blueprint and a way of playing football and a, a designated way of scoring goals that he is specifically working towards. He probably hasn't had the time in his managerial or coaching career to, to work on what's, what type of football sides he's going to produce. And let's not forget, Sigurdsson and Sidibe go downhill the day before the game yeah. and I imagine both of them would have played today. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, any plan you've got in midweek is, you know, because Sidibe's been a clear attacking out left forwards last few weeks. Sigurdsson obviously wouldn't play central yeah. midfield and all of a sudden, all the work you've been doing is, is gone out the window. And you can imagine someone like Duncan Ferguson using all of these potential hazards to his advantage yeah. he'd get the lads in and say do you know what we haven't got Gilfi we haven't got Sadibi but show me what you're about show me that you are capable and you're together and you actually have a desire for this football team and I think show me you're the best midfielder in the league Mason <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, oh, the best midfield that we can put out at the moment is one man and he, even he's doubtful for in the week but uh, yeah it, it, it makes you feel proud to be part of Everton again and yeah. I think that, that's something that we've as a fan base longed for for many many months uh, the one negative on the day you've got to say yeah, I'm sure we'll get into this a lot in the week uh, where we hear more what's happened about it obviously we're doing this instant match reaction um, Moise Keane was subbed off I think after about 10 minutes on the pitch yeah. um, 
just a very strange moment in the ground really um, you sort of expected him to either hobble off and then he you know I think at each point when this is happening you're expecting something to, to happen that makes you think this is all alright so yeah. you expect the keys to have a hobble off and think he, he's injured you expect the Ferguson to give him a pat on the back <coughs> you expect him to sort of go on the subs bench and get a few you know what, what, you know, pats on the back from the subs and the other coaches Yeah, and it, you're watching it and you think this is it's bad it's getting worse yeah. it's getting worse and it's, it's, it's not a nice situation um, you said you thought it was quite poor all, all round um, yeah. it's, it's a difficult one isn't it it is a difficult one to properly get into it is because as you say we, we will never ever know the conversation that Ferguson had with Moyes Keane before he got onto the pitch and, and what his duty was and what he, what, what he expected from him um, I, I always I, the, the reason we've heard from Ferguson after the game is that it was a effectively a time waste employ um, which isn't true is it no one buys into that because if, if you're doing that you're very aware of the impact that bringing off a substitute has on him uh, personally and I mean this is still obviously we all know a young lad from a different country who is presumably still trying to settle into the country never mind the football club so I don't think that you do that to him in that in that situation so that is clearly is that, untrue is that in I know what you're saying and that, that's right it's great to City and after the game we've got a point yeah. and say those things but if you put yourself in Duncan Ferguson's situation and this is taking a bit of a leap here because we don't know what's happened but say he's not followed an instruction or say he's not happy with his work rate and he's told him a couple of times he's not doing it mm. it's easy to sit here now and go well you should have, should have trusted him a little bit longer but yeah. when you're in the middle of that game when you're on the sidelines and you've watched 11 or 12 lads when Baines comes, comes on but everything to a game at all traffic mm. or is it possible for you to think that clearly and take stock in that way? And the, the the instructions that he had must have been very very specific because if if they're not, I think you you obviously talk to him in game, you give him the time to to adapt and, and and to prove that he can do the role that you've asked him to do. And I think with five or ten minutes left or whatever it was when he came off, you you kind of bank on the fact that. He, he will get you through the game um, th- there was there was no specific moments watching him that you thought no. you've done something really terrible or you've put your own team under pressure um, did waste one stupid foul didn't they I think or? yeah midway through yeah. midway through our defensive half but I, I think that, that clearly was the issue because his reaction was obviously to bring Keane off but to ask Dominic Calvert-Lewin to come over to the right hand side and, and do the role that presumably he'd asked Moyes Keane to do yeah. Um you, you don't like to see it that the, the main reason I think it's poor and I'm frustrated by it is because of the big picture of Moyes Keane at Everton yeah. um, this is a lad who we had so much anticipation and excitement for and hopefully the, the club still have the, the, the excitement for him that a lot of the fans do but it feels like a transfer that's failing before our eyes before it's even really got going um, and I think it's Everton consistently struggle to get the best out of big name signings I think we, we've seen it with Sigurdsson as well whereby it, it feels like even two or three years down the line we're still stuttering with him and we're still trying to drag out the best of him I don't want that to be the case for Moyes Keane um, and as time goes by and, and incidents like this happen and transfer windows come round and he gets linked with consistently with yeah. loan moves or, or permanent moves back to Italy I don't want to see an opportunity to bring on one of Europe's young talents wasted um, and it, so if, if you were going to go forward and, and, and look back at what you think Moyes Keane has been for Everton if he, if he was to depart the club in the next 6-12 to 12 months then 
I think it'll be a, a massive disappointment that we haven't managed to see the best of him. Yeah, I think I think the bigger picture thing's right, and I think clubs ultimately that are well run and doing well mm. think of the bigger picture. I think this is ultimately collateral of the situation we find ourselves we're, in. We're, now. T- we're taking the whole club week by week. Yeah, we've, we've got a we've got a manager there who's not really a manager. Yeah. You know, we were coming off the ground. I saying he's, he's effectively a fan on the sidelines, and he, I'm not. I'm not doing it with the service there because I think tactically and yeah. there's a lot of nuance and everything he did today. You know, getting getting everything off the lads today was fantastic. But you can see he's inexperienced. It's his second game managing the football club, the first away game, and I really like Old Trafford. Yeah. And he is clearly, like you said, you know, he's gene the fans up when we got, when we got a corner at one yeah. point, wasn't he? You know, he, he is fully into this. And, I, I just wondered if the whole time wasting thing is, is what Ferguson has sort of had a bit of time to reflect on it himself and thought maybe I was a bit impulsive yeah maybe yeah. maybe a little bit you know and that, that, that's people are criticising for that but ultimately he's learning on the job here yeah, and, yeah. and a lot of play, a lot of players here in, the, in that situation as well so I think it's just ultimately a collateral of, of where we are as football club where we are making decisions week to week you've got an interim manager there who's managed two games in his life and you've yeah. got a young kid who like you said might not even understand the instructions you know yeah, yeah. might feel pretty low on confidence and it's all just sort of come together to make a, a bit of a shit show for us the fallout will be interesting um, clearly this is going to be at the forefront of all questioning directed at Ferguson for the next couple of days but I think the one thing that Moyes Keane and Everton have got to work with in the next few weeks is a lot of game time yeah. um, it, it's been a failing of in particular Marco Silva's Everton that we didn't utilise the squad like we should have done over the winter period and if we are going to go further in in the Carabao Cup and try and pick up some form over the Christmas period then we need a level of togetherness that includes people like Moyes yeah. Keane and, and maybe today is the, is the firework up the backside that, that certain players need to and you, you got a perfect demonstration of what Everton needs to be over the next few weeks and that's resilience and hard work and Moyes Keane needs to do that if he wants to be involved I think we'll learn if he really was annoyed with based on when he was in the squad on Wednesday oh yeah, that, that's, yeah. That's, that's ultimately going to what tells the truth in all this isn't it you know, if, yeah. if he's on the bench again you think maybe maybe it was just the time wasting thing and maybe it was just a, a bit of an error of judgement and a bit of a weird thing in football but if he's not on the squad and Umani has is on the bench then all of a sudden you think there's clearly something not quite right here and Duncan Ferguson's a liar because it wasn't time wasting <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I wouldn't call him a liar anyway, <laughs> can tell he's not here but, um, but, but we've got to finish on a positive um, yeah. you've got to give Duncan credit out you know at the yeah. end He's, he's, over, he's over with the fans, you know, giving it loads. It, it was a draw, but like you know, going back to the start of what I said, it felt it felt like more than that. Um, yeah. If he has just got these two games, then fantastic. It's been it's been brilliant. Um, do you want him in charge for Wednesday? Yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, I think if if you were to go back a couple of weeks and lay out what you thought the plan was going to be for Ferguson, then I would probably have said the Leicester game is probably the most important game of the season so far. Um, if we are to to drag a result out of that everything that we've seen from the, the Chelsea game and the Manchester United game needs to be channelled into that 90 minutes um, Duncan Ferguson understands night games at Goodison Park he understands Everton he understands our desire for a trophy and I think he is certainly at this point now on, on Sunday afternoon the only man to take us into that game yeah. it would not surprise me if Everton had something lined up pretty imminently this week um, but even if that was the case I, I would still expect Ferguson to be on the sideline against Arsenal next weekend yeah. and potentially someone close by in the stands waiting to come in on Boxing Day but you I think the, on Christmas Day well <laughs> the, the rapid fire nature of games at the moment means that you haven't got time to, to, to blood someone in or, or get to know the club before the next game it's quick fire and that, that's what's given Ferguson the opportunity at the moment to prove himself is the, the rapid turnover of games 
brilliant stuff. Uh, we're made up anyway. Great point for the Blues today. Um, you want to hear more from us? We'll have subs weekly out on Monday. We're we'll doing the weekly and all that sort of thing, building up that Leicester game as well, which is obviously huge. Can't wait for that now. Uh, you would have thought we'd been saying that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, up the toffees. We will speak to you again very soon here on the Blue Room. Ready to get your glitter on? Then head to Worlds of Fun Grand Carnival from July 23rd through August 7th for a larger-than-life shimmering celebration. Join the spectacle of color, a dazzling parade of floats, performers, music, and beads that sweeps across the park. And take your taste buds on a world tour while dancing to music after dark. Save over 45% with a Carnival bundle, which includes admission, parking, and three food tastings. Only at worldsoffun.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.